Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rough sketch. Rough sketch. Uh, uh, what's the difference between me and you? You, you. What's the difference between me and you? You, you. Uh, what's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific before you answer that in your head let this marinate. Saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips and then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's like a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it but think nobody else will. That's why I started in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important to get in a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feel you would get lost. And I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like C. Austin. Cause nowadays it's rarely seen from CMC to do that quite often. So I sit back, enjoy life for every day that I breathe. And do this music till it's time for me to leave. You know, you talk about some flashy, flashy, and I talk about what I feel.
Check, 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 check. What's going on, people? What's going on? Hey, before we get this cracking, man, we're going to get this cracking the right way. It's been a minute since it's been live. You know what I'm saying? I, I was on here last week, but I couldn't make a Saturday show. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to uh, do a few things. I got a new grandson. 
all type of stuff going on in the in the in the, in the world of Elder Divine Bay, man. Uh, shout out to my man Ike. Good to see you, my brother. Um, couple things before we get started, man. I want to make sure my levels and everything is okay because we've been moving around, traveling a lot. So um, all my callers on Blog Talk Radio or um, my people in the chat room. I need y'all to hit me up with a thumbs up or something and let me know if you can hear me. I'm coming through clear. Gotta let let a brother know if I'm on the air. Y'all can hear me clearly. Five one three. Said I sound like I'm only in the tunnel. Okay, hold on. Let me adjust a couple things. And my people on, on on my on my Facebook live, man, y'all bear with me for a minute too. We gotta make sure we we come across the airways correctly. Test test test. How that sound? How that sound? Do that sound a little better? I think I think we got we got about three thumbs up. Okay, okay. I think the sound situation is corrected. Okay. Okay, so I don't reconnect it on my big boy. Okay, I hear my track, my music in the background sounding right, so we Gucci right now. Okay. Once again, man, welcome to the Elder Von Bay Show. Well, Principles 101, it's your man, Elder Von Bay. It's a hump day, it's a hump day, it's a hump day. And it's Wednesday, man. 9-11, before we get into the topic, I want to make sure, I want to make sure that everybody um, take a moment and reflect on 9-11, 18 years ago, you know what I'm saying, um, 18 years ago, we... We suffered a great loss in our country, but I'm glad we was able to bounce back, man. So all of the people that we lost in that tragic event, just want to give them a pause. Just a few seconds, man, in remembrance to those individuals that lost their lives senselessly to that situation. So. We're going to have to. Um. 
million dollars line of credit with Fidelity and with CD uh, Ameritrade or some of the investment firms alongside what I can do with my finance team. So the topic is how to get business funding and your business established in six months or less. What I want to do, I'm going to give people a chance to get they, they, they right steps that I've been telling them. So what I want to do is
a little risky. Um, anything that you think is not a guarantee, and even some some people are hesitant on letting real estate companies money because they know how to market because so it can go down. So it's not a guarantee that they're going to get their money back. It's a high probable that they would in the long term. And, you know, if you own some property. Things that you must do before you 
jump into the game. Another thing you want to do, do your research. Look at your industry and see if there's needs in the area. There's always a need for something somewhere, but you got to make sure your area window is not oversaturated. If that makes sense. Make sure your market is not oversaturated. Make sure you're going into an industry that is not considered high risk. Then you do your name search. So, you go to whatever your state is. You go to the Secretary of State of whatever state you're in. We're in Ohio, so you go to the Secretary of State of Ohio. You pull it up and then you do a business name search. In the search bar, you're going to type whatever name you once it does the name search, if that name is already taken in the state that you're in, you have to select another name. You have to select another name, another spelling, something different that differentiates you from the company that exists. So, after you go through that process, you select a name that nobody's name is yours. Then, you take that information, and then you go try and get the domain that matches your name. Now, you can be a little flexible with your website. It doesn't have to be the exact name of your company, but it, 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 it makes you more credible and it makes you more um, inclusive if all your information matches. That's the biggest part of, of establishing business credit and being business credible is that you are presenting yourself in a professional manner. So, if your website, say for instance mine, don't mean to toot my own horn, but my company is Divine Wealth Principles. My website is divinewealthprinciples.com. Okay? Email address. It's important to have a website and a domain name of your own company. Because if you give, say, Chase Bank, Wells Fargo, or any one of these lending institutions, if you put on an application, your email is your business name and Gmail, they're not going to, you know, think that you're a, a, a potential Fortune 500 company. They're going to look at you as somebody getting started. They really don't understand how important something as simple as an email address or a web page or a domain is to business. Because I know shopping card if you need it, uh, uh, you know, you can accept credit cards and everything all like that, you can get all of that done in less than, you know, I think it might cost you about 30, 40 bucks, 30, 40 bucks a month, and you also have a free option, God forgive me, man, this damn thing keeps dropping off, you also have a free option where you can get a web website free. That you probably won't be able to get your email address or your domain for free. But there are uh, places where you can get a website, a domain name, and all unlimited mailboxes for like $25 a month. If you want to hear some of those uh, companies that offer that price, just hit me up at info at divinewellpressable.com and I'll give you all the information. I'll be glad to share it with you. So, Okay, you want to get a good 
not high risk for lending. You want to do a name search. Make sure no one has your name in your state. You want to check the domain name to see if the domain name is already taken. If you can find a .com with your name, get it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you all this. If you go to vistaprints.com, they have a domain name and a package that you can get for $25 a month. Your first 30 days is free. They basically let you get the domain name, your website, and unlimited mailboxes for 25 bucks a month. Now, you have to design your own web page, but you do have your own domain name. You do have your own mailboxes. You do have a shopping cart. Uh, you do have easy ways to set up the merchant's account so you can get money if you do or sell any products online. So that's a good look. Another thing that you have available to you through um, Vistaprint is the ability to have your 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 logos, your websites, and all of that. Once you have a website with them, they can pretty much tailor um, information on your business cards and, and, and things of that nature. So it makes it easier for you to, to with your marketing. So we're not going to stay on that too much. I want to get on the, uh, the actual documentation. So the documentation, you already selected your name. You already selected your domain name. You, you did a search with the state. Nobody has your name in the state. So now you set up your email address. The reason I'm telling you this because you have to have your email address when you file in these documents with the state. You have to have a um, domain name set up, a website set up, and other credible items in order for your business to look credible. Not incredible, just credible. So we want to make sure we're doing everything we need to do to make sure that your company comes off the right way. So check this out. Once you get that together, then you go to the IRS website. Then you select you want to create a business. You want to start a business. <clears throat> they have an option on there. If you go to irs.gov, some of y'all can go with me right now so you can see. Once you're on the irs.gov page, you basically can go to the search menu at the top. And at the top of the menu, you're going to type in EIN. All you need from them is an EIN number. That's a nine-digit number similar to your Social Security number. <clears throat> and you can get that online. So you don't have to wait for them to mail it. You can do an online process. It might take you 10 minutes. If, if everything checks out and no one has your, your business name in your state, they will generate you an EIN number on the spot. You can download it and you will have it. Now, one thing you're going to need to know before you go to the IRS.gov and start requesting the EIN is you need to know what type of, of entity you're setting up. Are you going to be an LLC, a limited liability company? Are you going to be an S-Corps, like a corporation, where you have meetings, monthly or quarterly meetings, where you have to record minutes? If you do that option, you have to record those minutes. You have to have somebody record them either audio or on paper where you keep those minutes. That's important. So if you don't want to deal with minutes and everything like that, you can set up an LLC. Now, it's important when you're trying to get funding and trying to get lending through this process that I'm taking you through. 
you want to make sure you're not a sole proprietor. A sole proprietor just means you have a business and everything is on you. So everything that they will lend you is based on your personal credit and your whole income and everything. So the reason you set up an LLC is because you remove yourself from your company. And then once you work with me and we go through these steps, you establish credit for your company without your social security number. That way, your company will stand on its own. Same way it was when you first turned 18 and you applied for credit or they sent you an offer because you're 18 now, you're new to the game. So your first time you applied for personal credit, you probably got turned down. You have to get turned down because that's the only way they would generate a credit score for you. Once you're turned down, initially, now all three of the major credit scores, I mean credit reporting agencies, they now see this is a person. So now your credit profile is created. Same way with business. Once you generate credit, whether it be a net 30 account, and I'll explain what a net 30 account is in a minute. Once you establish business credit, your credit profile is established. And then it's just a matter of paying on time or before time. And as you do that, your business credit score goes up. Once your business credit goes, score goes up, you then become a credible lender. And now I'm going to back up a little bit because it is some steps in filing your, um, filing your, your EIN the correct way. So let me just pull it up real quick. Go to irs.gov, people, on your phone, your laptop, or just jot it down. When you're on the page, you're going to see it. I'm going to share my screen from people on the uh, on the podcast real quick so y'all can see this. Everybody in the chat room, I'm going to share my screen real quick. So if you look up to the top right-hand corner on irs.gov, it's a search window. You type in that search window, E-I-N. Hit enter, you're going to see some options. Employer ID numbers. You see one that says apply for employer identification number online. And then it says, do you even need one? If you click that, it's going to give you some instructions and, and let you know if you need one or not. I'm telling you, you need an EIN number. You need an EIN number. You need an EIN number. Even if you don't have a, a real business, big business, set up an EIN number. You can get one a day. Get five of them if you can. Reason being is if you create an EIN number, which is an employee identification number for tax purposes, quote, unquote, this entity that you will be creating, <clears throat> you can have a babysitting business. You can have a car wash business. You can have a barbershop. Put it on paper because even though you haven't brought it to manifestation, you have what you need in place to be able to do such. So. You click on one of these lines. It says apply for EIN online. Click that link. It's going to bring up the application. So what you do, you go to step one to determine your eligibility. You can read. So I'm not going to read all of this. But once you're ready to apply online, you click apply online. It's going to ask you what type of EIN you want to select. You're going to select LLC or S-Corp, depending on your situation. <clears throat> Pick which one suits you. And you want to make sure that it's a multi, 
member LLC because a single member LLC will get treated just like a sole proprietor with the exception that it's a limited liability. So member, multi-member LLC or a S-Corp. You click begin application. You check off the one that you want to select. In this scenario, we're going to select limited liability corporation. Uh, also, you'll see on this page an estate. You can set up an estate, which is a legal entity created as a result of a person's death. Y'all, y'all see my shirt? Wealth is a state of mind. It's an estate. We are looking to get wealthy. We're looking to establish generational wealth for our kids and our grandkids and those to come behind us. You also have a trust. You'll get an EIN number for a trust. And so it's multiple types of entities and legal structures that you get when you're setting up your EIN. Don't just blow by this because it's important. But get it right the first time. So we're going to do an LLC. Hit continue. It's going to break down options about the LLC, and they're going to tell you what is not an LLC. Hit continue. How many members? Generally, for a multi-member LLC, it could be two or more. I usually try to tell people at least four, but you can put as many as you want on there. But the owner, you don't have to worry about that. You can have a, multiple members in your LLC, but the, the top four, the top two are the main ones that's going to be controlling everything. So then you select what state that you're trying to get your LLC in. Because if you have a name like Divine Wealth Principles, that's registered in the state of Ohio. Uh, it's also registered in the state of Michigan. It's also registered in the state of Washington. It's also registered in the state of Georgia. So I have this particular company registered in multiple states. So I can do business in those states and nobody has that name in those states because I'm actually doing business in those states as we speak. So once you select your state, you go to the next. Man, my phone just keep dropping on y'all. All right. We say four. We say, let's just say Colorado. What the hell? We just do an example. So for my people on Blog Talk Radio, you'll see. Please confirm your selection. LLC, Limited Liability Corporation, whatever. Check off the one you want. Hit continue. And you're going to have these options that say started a new business, you hired employees, banking purposes. If you just want to set it up now for banking purposes and you actually started your business, set it up. Get a bank account in your business name, and then you can come back and change this. But for this particular reason, we're going to say started a new business. Hit continue. Okay, you're going to come to a page where it's going to ask about your personal information. So whoever is creating this entity for you, they're going to put that information there. It doesn't necessarily have to be you. If it's a responsible party, that's someone that you says it's okay for them to create this for me, then you have to have a signed document stating that you're allowing a third party to do this. What that does is it removes you from actually having to enter the information. So if someone came in here and entered this information for you, they would have to be uh, forced to put their social security information in here. As long as you're stating that it's a third party, then it's understood. So if you don't want to put your social on there, you have that option to have a responsible party to do it for you. That responsible party has to be a United States citizen. 
point. If they're not a United States citizen, then they have to have an international tax ID number. So these things are important. They may not seem important to you, but if you did not want to put your information on there and you wanted someone else's, that would be the process. Okay. Now, we click next. Then you put your address information in. The address information is going to be for the business. So be clear. If you don't have a business address, meaning not your house, not a P.O. box, an actual physical building for your, your business, stop right now. They have multiple options to give you uh, what they call virtual offices or uh things of that nature where you can have a business address for your business that's not your home address. Now, when you're looking to get some funding and some some real large funding, you want to pick an address that's in an area where the zip codes have a nice size average income. So, for example, my office is in Beaver Creek at the Green. So, my office is partnered with Cheesecake Factory Nordstrom, uh, things of that nature. So that's a high probability that my company is doing pretty well and could handle a decent amount of money because of where my office is on its own. So little things like this doesn't seem like a big deal to you, but it's a big deal to lenders. So I'm going to give you an example to stay away from. They put your home address and not to knock anybody's home address, but say you live in a 45402 area code in in, in Dayton or 454-18, considered the west side of Dayton. Not horrible, you know, areas. It's just the fact that the average household income in that area may be less than 30000 a year. So if the average income in the place where your business is on file, is less than 30000 when you go to a bank or a lending institution, they're going to look at your house. They're going to Google and look up your house. Oh, that's your business? Okay, well, we could probably give you uh, nothing or maybe, you know, $1,000 just to appease you. But these things you have to take in consideration when you're trying to apply for business loans, business credit. So I'm teaching you credible techniques that will help you get beyond these obstacles that are going to come up. So if we take care of this stuff and lay the foundation of your business correctly from the start, you don't have to worry about that. So when you come to my company, divinewealthprinciples.com, we walk you through these steps. But I'm giving y'all this game for free today because my birthday is is in six days and I feel like blessing y'all. You feel me? So I'm going to do this and I'm going to give y'all maybe another 10 minutes or so before I cut off the, the Facebook Live, and then we're going to go straight to the radio station and give it to my fans, people that are calling in and really checking in with me. I see uh, uh, we got Texas on the line. What's going on? Uh, got some international numbers. I don't know where they're from, but I'm going to get to y'all in a minute. I'm going to open up the lines in a minute. But you can call in at 657-383-1528. 657-383-1528. Three eight three one five two eight. Okay, so I didn't have my background music, man. Y'all supposed to tell me what, what's what's going on, man? 
I got 17, 17, 18 people in the chat room and nobody told me my music wasn't playing. I gotta have my music, bro. I'm a DJ at heart, man. I'm still a DJ at heart. But okay. All right, big people. Now, you got a business address that you gotta put on this application. We don't want you to put your house on there. Now, if you live in a decent neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? The average household income area is halfway decent between 75 and 100,000. Use your address. That's cool. You can, you can be working out of your basement or something like that. But I, I would hate for one of y'all to, you know, live in a subpar area and put that down as your business address. And someone go, Googles you, they go to Google Live or Google Earth and they pull up your house and they like, okay. So, uh, yeah, you won't be getting no money today. So, I don't want that to happen to my people. So, if we know the game before we walk up to these people and ask them for things, we make ourselves more credible. Okay? Credible to me is your credible lending source. You're a credible lending source. So, I feel comfortable lending some money to someone who has an office, say, in a better area, for lack of better terms. Now, if you like, man, L, I don't got no in Seville, Beaver Creek, uh, woo, woo, woo. That's okay. That's when your boy comes in for again. They have virtual offices where you can set up and receive mail and put that down as the actual physical address for your company. Uh, there's a few companies. One is called Alliance. One is called Regis. Uh, me and a few of my associates are attempting to have our own virtual office you can check your best better uh, not better business bureau your sba uh i think the city of dayton they have some set up for uh virtual offices where you can go down there and meet clients and you know do meetings and things of that nature for an affordable price but uh just set up a mailbox to receive mail and things of that nature for some of the virtual offices they started about 40 bucks up to 99 depending on which one you choose the ones with the better locations, obviously, are going to cost you a little more. But, like I said, when, when me and my team, once we're able to set up one of those offices for you, we're going to make them affordable for everybody. So, you might be able to get a, um, a virtual mailbox through my company once we're up and running for under 20, well, maybe about 25 bucks. So, 25 bucks a month, you'll have a decent address, a physical building where you actually get mail. And, you know, we're not going to bust your head because my whole thing is getting people involved in commerce for yourself. Even if you work a nine to five, I still need you to be looking to get your own company started because your nine to five is not guaranteed. And if any of you looked on the line to check out, you know, some of the pictures of this particular show today, it has a 40, 40, 40, uh, option on there and I'm pretty sure everybody's familiar with that phrase or that term right there. Uh 404040. Most of us have been on that plan, right? Well, we ain't trying to be on plan no more. I would prefer y'all to get on your own plan where you control your destiny. A little help and guidance for your homies. So I'm gonna tell y'all what the 404040 is real quick and then I'm gonna get off of it. 